Section 1 of Selections from the Works of Sir Thomas Brown, edited by Charles Sale. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Religio Medici, the first part. To the reader. Certainly, that man were greedy of life who should desire to live when all the world were at an end. And he must needs be very impatient, who would repine at death in the society of all things that suffer under it. Had not almost every man suffered by the press, or were not the tyranny thereof become universal, I had not wanted reason for complaint. But in times wherein I have lived to behold the highest perversion of that excellent invention, the name of his majesty defamed, the honour of parliament depraved, the writings of both depravedly, anticipatively, counterfeitly imprinted, complaints may seem ridiculous in private persons, and men of my condition may be as incapable of affronts as hopeless of their reparations, and truly had not the duty I owe unto the importunity of friends, and the allegiance I must ever acknowledge unto truth prevailed with me, the inactivity of my disposition might have made these sufferings continual, and time that brings other things to light should have satisfied me in the remedy of its oblivion. But because things evidently false are not only printed, but many things of truth most falsely set forth, in this latter I could not but think myself engaged. For though we have no power to redress the former, yet in the other, reparation being within ourselves, I have at present represented unto the world a full and intended copy that piece which was most imperfectly and surreptitiously published before. This, I confess, about seven years past, with some others of affinity thereto for my private exercise and satisfaction, I had at leisurable hours composed, which, being communicated unto one, it became common unto many, and was by transcription successively corrupted until it arrived in a most depraved copy at the press. He that shall peruse that work and shall take notice of sundry particularities and personal expressions therein will easily discern the intention was not public, and being a private exercise directed to myself, what is delivered therein was rather a memorial unto me than an example or rule unto any other and therefore if there be any singularity therein correspondent unto the private conceptions of any man it doth not advantage them or if disentaneous thereunto it in no way overthrows them it was penned in such a place and with such disadvantage that i protest from the first setting of pen unto the paper, I had not the assistance of any good book whereby to promote my invention or relieve my memory. And therefore there might be many real lapses therein which others might take notice of, 
and more than I suspected myself. It was set down many years past, and was the sense of my conception at that time, not an immutable law unto my advancing judgment at all times, and therefore there might be many things therein plausible unto my past apprehension, which are not agreeable unto my present self. There are many things delivered rhetorically, many expressions therein merely tropical and as they best illustrate my intention, and therefore also there are many things to be taken in a soft and flexible sense, and not to be called unto the rigid test of reason. Lastly, all that is contained therein is in submission unto maturer discernments, and, as I have declared, shall no further farther them than the best and learned judgments shall authorise them. Under favour of which considerations I have made its secrecy public, and committed the truth thereof to every ingenuous reader. Thomas Brown 1. For my religion, though there be several circumstances that might persuade the world I have none at all, as the general scandal of my profession, the natural course of my studies, the indifferency of my behaviour and discourse in matters of religion, neither violently defending one, nor with that common ardour and contention opposing another, yet in despite hereof I dare without usurpation assume the honourable style of a Christian. Not that I merely owe this title to the font, my education, or climb wherein I was born, as being bred up either to confirm those principles my parents instilled into my understanding, or by general consent proceed in the religion of my country, but having in my riper years and confirmed judgment seen and examined all i find myself obliged by the principles of grace and the law of mine own reason to embrace no other name but this neither doth herein my zeal so far make me forget the general charity i owe unto humanity as rather to hate than pity turks infidels and what is worse jews rather contenting myself to enjoy that happy style than maligning those who refuse so glorious a title. 2. But because the name of a Christian is become too general to express our faith, there being a geography of religion as well as lands, and every clime distinguished not only by their laws and limits, but circumscribed by their doctrines and rules of faith, to be particular, I am of that reformed new caste religion, wherein I dislike nothing but the name. Of the same belief our Saviour taught, the apostles disseminated, the fathers authorised, and the martyrs confirmed. But by the sinister ends of princes, the ambition and avarice of prelates, and the fatal corruption of times, so decayed, impaired, and fallen from its native beauty, that it required the careful and charitable hands of these times to restore it to its primitive integrity. 
now the accidental occasion whereupon the slender means whereby the low and abject condition of the person by whom so good a work was set on foot which in our adversaries beget contempt and scorn fills me with wonder and is the very same objection the insolent pagans first cast at christ and his disciples three yet i have not so shaken hands with those desperate resolutions who would rather venture at large their decayed bottom than bring her in to be new trimmed in the dock who had rather promiscuously retain all than abridge any and obstinately be what they are than what they have been as to stand in diameter and sword's point with them we have reformed from them not against them for omitting those improperations and terms of scurrility betwixt us which only difference our affections and not our cause there is between us one common name and appellation one faith and necessary body of principles common to us both and therefore i am not scrupulous to converse and live with them or into their churches in defect of ours and either pray with them or for them i could never conceive any rational consequence from those many texts which prohibit the children of israel to pollute themselves with the temples of the heathens we being all christians and not divided by such detested impieties as might profane our prayers or the place wherein we make them or that a resolved conscience may not adore her creator anywhere especially in places devoted to his service where if their devotions offend him mine may please him if theirs profane it mine may hallow it holy water and crucifix dangerous to the common people perceive not my judgment nor abuse my devotion at all i am i confess naturally inclined to that which misguided zeal terms superstition my common conversation i do acknowledge austere my behaviour full of rigour sometimes not without morosity yet at my devotion i love to use the civility of my knee my hat and hand with all those outward and sensible motions which may express or promote my invisible devotion i should violate my own arm rather than a church nor willingly deface the name of saint or martyr at the sight of a cross or crucifix i can dispense with my hat but scarce with the thought or memory of my saviour i cannot laugh at but rather pity the fruitless journeys of pilgrims or contemn the miserable conditions of friars for though misplaced in circumstances there is something in it of devotion i could never hear the ave mary bell without an elevation or think it a sufficient warrant because they erred in one circumstance for me to err in all that is in silence and dumb contempt whilst therefore they directed their devotions to her i offered mine to god 
and rectify the errors of their prayers by rightly ordering mine own at a solemn procession i have wept abundantly while my concerts blind with opposition and prejudice have fallen into an excess of scorn and laughter there are questioners both in greek roman and african churches solemnities and ceremonies whereof the wiser zeals do make a christian use and stand condemned by us not as evil in themselves but as allurements and baits of superstition to those vulgar heads that look asquint on the face of truth and those unstable judgments that cannot resist in the narrow point and centre of virtue without a reel or stagger to the circumference Four. as there were many reformers so likewise many reformations every country proceeding in a particular way and method according as their national interest together with their constitution and clime inclined them some angrily and with extremity others calmly and with mediocrity not rending but easily dividing the community and leaving an honest possibility of a reconciliation which though peaceable spirits do desire and may conceive that revolution of time and the mercies of god may effect yet that judgment that shall continue the present antipathies between the two extremes their contrarieties in condition affection and opinion may with the same hopes expect an union in the poles of heaven five but to difference myself nearer and draw into a lesser circle there is no church whose every part so squares unto my conscience whose articles constitutions and customs seem so consonant unto reason and as it were framed to my particular devotion as this whereof i hold my belief the church of england to whose faith i am a sworn subject and therefore in a double obligation subscribe unto her articles and endeavour to observe her constitutions whatsoever is beyond as points indifferent i observe according to the rules of my private reason or the humour and fashion of my devotion neither believing this because luther affirmed it or disproving that because calvin hath disavouched it i condemn not all things in the council of trent nor approve all in the synod of dort in brief where the scripture is silent the church is my text where that speaks tis but my comment where there is a joint silence of both i borrow not the rules of my religion from rome or geneva but the dictates of my own reason it is an unjust scandal of our adversaries and a gross error in ourselves to compute the nativity of our religion from henry the eighth who though he rejected the pope refused not the faith of rome and effected no more than what his own predecessors desired and assayed in ages past and was conceived the state of venice would have attempted in our days it is as uncharitable a point in us to fall upon those 
popular scurrilities and opprobrious scoffs of the bishop of rome to whom as a temporal prince we owe the duty of good language i confess there is cause of passion between us by his sentence i stand excommunicated heretic is the best language he affords me yet can no ear witness i ever returned him the name of antichrist man of sin or whore of babylon it is the method of charity to suffer without reaction those usual satyrs and invectives of the pulpit may perchance produce a good effect on the vulgar whose ears are opener to rhetoric than logic yet they do in no wise confirm the faith of wiser believers who know that a good cause needs not to be pardoned by passion but can sustain itself upon a temperate dispute six i could never divide myself from any man upon the difference of an opinion or be angry with his judgment for not agreeing with me in that from which perhaps within a few days i should dissent myself i have no genius to disputes in religion and have often thought it wisdom to decline them especially upon a disadvantage or when the cause of truth might suffer in the weakness of my patronage where we desire to be informed tis good to contest with men above ourselves but to confirm and establish our opinions tis best to argue with judgments below our own that the frequent spoils and victories over their reasons may settle in ourselves an esteem and confirmed opinion of our own every man is not a proper champion for truth nor fit to take up the gauntlet in the cause of verity many from the ignorance of these maxims and an inconsiderate zeal unto truth have too rashly charged the troops of error and remain as trophies unto the enemies of truth a man may be in as just possession of truth as of a city and yet be forced to surrender it is therefore far better to enjoy her with peace than to hazard her on a battle if therefore there rise any doubts in my way i do forget them or at least defer them till my better settled judgment and more manly reason be able to resolve them for i perceive every man's own reason is his best oedipus and will upon a reasonable truce find a way to loose those bonds wherewith the subtleties of error have enchained our more flexible and tender judgments in philosophy where truth seems double-faced there is no man more paradoxical than myself but in divinity i love to keep the road and though not in an implicit yet an humble faith follow the great wheel of the church by which i move not reserving any proper poles or motion from the epicycle of my own brain by this means i leave no gap for heresies schisms or errors of which at present i hope i shall not injure truth to say i have no taint or tincture 
i must confess my greener studies have been polluted with two or three not any begotten in the latter centuries but old and obsolete such as could never have been revived but by such extravagant and irregular heads as mine for indeed heresies perish not with their authors but like the river arethusa though they lose their currents in one place they rise up again in another one general council is not able to extirpate one single heresy it may be cancelled for the present but revolution of time and the like aspects from heaven will restore it when it will flourish till it be condemned again for as though there were a metempsychosis and the soul of one man passed into another opinions do find after certain revolutions men and minds like those that first begat them to see ourselves again we need not look for plato's year every man is not only himself there hath been many diogenes and as many timons though but few of that name men are lived over again the world is now as it was in ages past there was none then but there hath been someone since that parallels him and is as it were his revived self seven now the first of mine was that of the arabians that the souls of men perished with their bodies but should yet be raised again at the last day not that i did absolutely conceive a mortality of the soul but if that were which faith not philosophy hath yet thoroughly disproved and that both entered the grave together yet i held the same conceit thereof that we all do of the body that it should rise again surely it is but the merits of our unworthy natures if we sleep in darkness until the last alarm a serious reflex upon my own unworthiness did make me backward from challenging this prerogative of my soul so that i might enjoy my saviour at the last i could with patience be nothing almost unto eternity the second was that of origin that god would not persist in his vengeance for ever but after a definite time of his wrath he would release the damned souls from torture which error i fell into upon a serious contemplation of the great attribute of god his mercy and did a little cherish it in myself because i found therein no malice and a ready weight to sway me from the other extreme of despair whereunto melancholy and contemplative natures are too easily disposed a third there is which i did never positively maintain or practise but have often wished it had been consonant to truth and not offensive to my religion and that is the prayer for the dead whereunto i was inclined from some charitable inducements whereby i could scarce contain my prayers for a friend at the ringing of a bell or behold his corpse without an orison for his soul twas a good way methought to be remembered by posterity 
and far more noble than in history these opinions i never maintained with pertinacy or endeavoured to inveigle any man's belief unto mine nor so much as ever revealed or disputed them with my dearest friends by which means i neither propagated them in others nor confirmed them in myself but suffering them to flame upon their own substance without addition of new fuel they went out insensibly of themselves therefore these opinions though condemned by lawful counsels were not heresies in me but bare errors and single lapses of my understanding without a joint depravity of my will those have not only depraved understandings but diseased affections which cannot enjoy a singularity without an heresy or be the author of an opinion without they be of a sect also this was the villainy of the first schism of lucifer who was not contempt to err alone but drew into his faction many legions and upon this experience he tempted only eve as well understanding the communicable nature of sin and that to deceive but one was tacitly and upon consequence to delude them both eight that heresies should arise we have the prophecy of christ but that old ones should be abolished we hold no prediction that there must be heresies is true not only in our church but also in any other even in doctrines heretical there will be super heresies and arians not only divided from their church but also among themselves for heads that are disposed unto schism and complexionally propense to innovation are naturally disposed for a community nor will be ever confined unto the order or economy of one body and therefore when they separate from others they knit but loosely among themselves nor contented with a general breach or dichotomy with their church do subdivide and mince themselves almost into atoms tis true that men of singular parts and humours have not been free from singular opinions and conceits in all ages retaining something not only besides the opinion of his own church or any other but also any particular author which notwithstanding a sober judgment may do without offence or heresy for there is yet after all the decrees of councils and the niceties of schools many things untouched unimagined wherein the liberty of an honest reason may play and expatiate with security and far without the circle of an heresy end of section one